Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. This is your man, the motherfucking candy man, A-L-F-R-E to the D. The one and only T-O is the Dilio. And it's your boy, QG. And on today's episode, we trying to debate what is the greatest year in hip-hop history. And uh, I'm outnumbered this week. Uh, I'm going with 1996, but fellas, tell me what y'all going with. I'll go first. 1998, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. So this is going to be a handicap match, unfortunately. So it's QG and T.O. versus me. Yep. And uh, we're just going to debate. And, of course, if if y'all think that one of us is right and the other is wrong, or y'all got a completely different year in mind, y'all can hit us. Which is fine. Which which is is fine. fine. Because, you know, like like I've always said on this podcast, we are just debating this as fans. We have never proclaimed to be experts in the field of hip-hop. None of us have ever worked for a rap publication or magazine, so by no means am I an expert, but we just, from a fan's perspective, so uh, should I go first, or should I let y'all tell me why 98 Well, is? you know what, man? What you think, man? I mean, because we, we both picked 98 for our own reasons. I got a few reasons, I, especially. But, now, I'm going to say this. A lot of people, you know, let's say this, hip-hop had lots of great years, don't get me wrong. But the reason why I picked 98 is because this was sort of a game-changing year for hip-hop in a lot of ways. Now, first off, we had a previous two years. 1996, we lost a heavyweight, Tupac. 1997, we lost a heavyweight in Biggie. So it was a bit of a difficult time, even though some people were still doing their thing in 97 or 96 as well. Now, 96, Pac did have... Two albums, unfortunately, one when he was deceased and a different name, Machiavelli. It's still Tupac. Well, it's still Tupac, no matter what. But that's yeah. when he really put his name now as an, his alter ego, Machiavelli. But 1998 is a different breed now. No Pac, no Biggie, unfortunately. So when you got people like Jay-Z, Jay-Z's, you know, still established. He brings out his Hard Knock Life 2, um, Hard Knock Life Volume 2. That one, if I'm not mistaken, the Grammy. And it got one of the records of that year of Hard Knock Life. But also, we had a lot of people having debut albums that were really changing the game now. Not only from the lyrical standpoint, but we really getting gritty. Gritty in the lyrical standpoint. So, with that said, that's when New York had people. Cameron, Confessions of Fire. Great album. Don't get me started on Big Pun. That motherfucker was a beast. Rest in peace, pun. Capital punishment. And also, back then, there was a lot of posse cuts. We talked about this in one of the episodes back in a um, few uh, episodes ago about posse cuts. We had a lot of posse cuts back in 98, too. John Blaze, that was mentioned before. A band from TV, a notable, memorable uh, posse cut. But you also had... One person in particular that I think was a bit of a game changer in 1998. Just simple three letters. DMX. This motherfucker to me, that's I felt like the way he rapped, number one, was a bit scary. This motherfucker always wanted to fight you. That's how I felt. It sounded like you want to fight your ass for no damn reason. And, and one thing I liked about DMX that really killed me, like he says something aggressively and then he's all calm. In the next few bars. Two albums in one year, and ladies and gentlemen. two albums in one year. Now, he's and alive. And they both sold very, very well. 
Like Tupac ain't do it first in '96. He was not alive in the second one. Back no, Valley, it's, it's, nah, it's still but, Tupac. But listen, listen. Yeah, yeah, it's still Tupac, but, but DMX was alive. And it's unfortunately that dead rappers get better promotion. Yeah. Jada Kiss said that on the record. This is the truth. And for X to do it while he's still alive to bring out two, because the first album is selling crazy. Then you come out with another one after that that's that selling actually, just as crazy. I, I think that one sold a little bit more than the first album. And to go with what Mac was saying, a lot of people came out with solid debuts. Like Money, Power, and Respect came out in 1998. That was a solid. That's debut. the Locks debut album, and it sold well. You Voila! got you got you got oh! certain you got certain artists with certain names that came out with their albums, and it sold very very well in 1998. But but not only that. New York wasn't the only one doing great because you even had down south too. Everybody was all eating. Right. All right, all right. Let me make now, my. Now wait, 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 wait. Now before you make your claim, the thing is, we had people from New Orleans changing the game. You still had ATL Outcast putting their thing out. They were screwing on the Barbies. The, one of my the West records. Coast was eating. West Coast was still eating. Even Ice Cube, I think the uh, War Piece volume Exhibit one. was eating good. Oh, yeah, 40 Days, 40 Come Nights. Come on, son. Classic album, even though it didn't. he didn't have many out. Well, he had more than five, right? Yeah. He did. He did. But 40 Days, 40 Nights, great album. I love it. And even, even in relation... The Tupac Positive album, Are You Still Down? Like, what I love about 98 is you had... Well, no, Are You Still Down was 97. That was... No, sorry, you're right, 97. But what I love about 98 is you can have artists making their debut, and you can have well-established artists still selling. Jay's one of them. It was a good balance in 1998 between both. You know what I mean? Because you got people like Safara. You got people like... Above the Law coming out with an album. You know what I mean? If you're a diehard fan of a certain artist or a certain group and they come out with something and you can still support them. Das Effects came out with something. Gangstar came out with an album. Oh, Smith yeah. & Wesson came out with you an album. You know why I like that Gangstar album, right? Why'd you like it? It's the soundtrack to the greatest hip-hop documentary of all time. For all those out there wondering what <laughs> documentary that is, let me just tell y'all that Uh-oh. documentary is a piece of shit. No, and, it is. And, and Listen, you shouldn't watch it. For those of y'all who got Netflix, watch Biggie and Tupac, the Nick Broomfield documentary oh, featuring God. Russell Poole. If you watch that, cancel your Netflix account. <laughs> Why I still that garbage I, yo, I, I still gotta meet your pops and, and, and watch that. Sit him, down, sit down together. And watch you will that. no longer be welcome in my house. <laughs> but like I was saying, with '98, you had Big Daddy Kane come out with an album. Yes, but he was did. that album any good? Veterans Day. I never yeah, heard it. Yeah. If you're if you're a Big Daddy Kane fan, and you know what Kane brings to the table, you will like the album. All right. Well, since y'all been bigging up '98, and yeah. I ain't get a word. No, in. we're gonna let you do your thing. Go ahead. All right. I think 96 is like the year of the classic. You talk about Big Daddy. Nobody was checking Big Daddy Kane in 98. His hardcore fans was. But we talking about stuff that impacted the game and changed the game for the better. So, all right. We already know the greatest the greatest album in hip-hop history, first of all, came out in 1996. That's uh, All Eyes on Me by Tupac. Let's, then let's, we also got um, It Was Written by Nas, which is a banger. If, you, if anybody will tell you that it was written is not good, then you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's a fact. Um, You want to talk about Jay-Z? Yo, you want to talk about debut, classic debut albums? It don't get any better than classic debut albums than Re- Reasonable Doubt. That's 96. 
Matter of fact, you want to go into debuts too? Hardcore by Lil' Kim is 1996. Ill Nana by Foxy Brown is also 1996. Of course, we got the Machiavelli album. We got Stakes is High by De La. Who else is uh, 96 off the top of my head? Roots. Roots was there too. Yeah. Things. No, um, what is the Illadelph? Il- 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 Half-Life. If the Delta Lost Half-Life. Boys dropped their album. The Lost Boys dropped their album that in 96. No, the no. score by the motherfucking Fugees is 1996. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, that came out on the same day as All Eyes on Me. Okay. So in one day, we got two legendary albums dropping. But you know, it's kind of funny that you brought up people that ain't nobody checking for. Was anybody checking out the DOC Helter Skelter album? Nah, not 96. That came out in 1996. I mean, yeah, if you want to... Going to yeah. hell. No, I'm not a. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Uh huh. Uh huh. But uh, how about how about how about um, smooth the hustler? Wait, what? How about smooth the hustler in 1996? He wasn't checking. Can I make my case? What about what about the ghetto boys? <laughs> can I make can I can I make my case? I'm just saying. You make a case. I mean, I mean, you on 1998 side. I mean, since you was bringing up some the stuff that people wasn't checking for, but go ahead, make your case. Go ahead, make your case. Muddy Waters by Red Man is 96. Mm-hmm. The Coming by Buster's 96. Mm-hmm. Riding Dirty by UGK is 96. Mm-hmm. Ghostface Killer Iron Man is not. These are all fucking cl- bona fide classics. Bona fide certified classics. Mm-hmm. Like, your man's Razzcast Soul on Ice is 1996. Yes. The Evil That Men Do. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Masterpiece, The Ice Cream Man. I mean, The Last Dawn is better than The Ice Cream Man. And what year did The Last Dawn come out? 98. <laughs> okay, then. But, but, but The Ice Cream Man put the kernel on the map. That's good. You got The Hall of Game by E-40. My favorite E-40 song of all time is on that album. You know which one that is, right? Which one was that? My Million Dollar Spot, baby. Uh, million Dollar Spot. Is that all you got for 96? No. I got Straight Off the Streets of Motherfucking Compton by Easy. We got a uh, two short album number ten, which if you a short fan you hear, the heavily slept on episodes of a hustler by Big Noise. So we got we got bangers, uh, Mad Skills from Where, which I happen to have a copy of, that nobody else really does. But see that album came out the same day as uh, the Fuji's and Pac, so he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna fare well. And Hell on Earth by Mob Deep, mm-hmm. it's all certified classics. Mm-hmm. What you mean? Mm-hmm. Are you done or are you finished? Who are you, Birdman? You done? <laughs> Yo, just go ahead. Okay, now, now uh, back to 1998. Wait, I forgot one. Okay. And Beats, Rhymes, and Life by Tribe. You done? Get him. Uh, and Soap the Shocker, first album, The Shocker. AT, and ATLians. ATLians dropped in Outcast. That's the, probably arguably the best Outcast album out of the bunch. So, so uh, basically, loosely translated, 1998 was a better year, and and we're gonna tell you why. How many of y'all out there ever heard of DJ Clues the Professional? Uh, <laughs> oh wait, I got another one. What wait, about I really, Master Flex Volume Three. I really, and that's, but but the, uh, those are like compilation tapes. It doesn't, no, not really. And they and they and, and they, they sold, sold very well. Very this, well. This th- this is what we we're talking about. So wait, hold on. So so can I count NWA's greatest hits since that dropped in no, '96? No, what we're platinum? saying what we're saying is this was an opportunity for DJs. Yep. From the radio and the mixtape circuit, it was not just Funk Flex now to come out with full length albums, and for it to sell very well. DJ Clue was notorious with that in 1998. 
let's keep going. Red Man and Method Man both came out with albums. And you got, what was it? Doc's the Name 2000 and Takao. Takao. Both albums sold very well. Made Def Jam a lot of money. Busta Rhymes, ELE, extension level event. The Coming was better. It's by matter of opinion. It depends who you ask. The Coming was better. So what about Tupac's greatest hits? That sold very well in 1998. You really going to put a greatest that hits? That sold very well in 1998. You put the greatest hits? Greatest that hits? That sold very well. And it's a, it's Tupac. It's the same Tupac. <laughs> that's the great. same Tupac. You can't put a greatest hits and talk about that's what you made the years. About greatest was hit. Trump, you, you, you mentioned greatest hits earlier. No, I said, are we going to put greatest hits? No, we're not counting greatest hits. So, so was Troublesome found anywhere else? No, no, it was on that album. They put it on the album. <laughs> yeah, for a you you to had sell. you had to get it. You had to get it for that <laughs> I, reason. I did buy it. though. Oh yeah, you bought it, right? But come still, on, nah, come on, don't do that bullshit. It, it, it's not bullshit. Oh, here's another game changer. You a favorite Jason? You got your Glock over. Four hundred degrees came out that year. You don't remember that year, huh? Juvenile had a great album year, huh? And we could and we could we could just talk about No Limit because No Limit. Just flooded. Went. Flooded, 1998. And, 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 and let me ask this guy a question. Do you own most of these albums in your possession? Of No Limit? Yeah, from yeah. 1998. I got like 24 of them. Of course you do. <laughs> Go down the release list and let's tell the people the calendar of No Limit because this shit is ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. You got all of them. <laughs> now, 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 let's talk about it. You mentioned that Silk the Shocker album, right? Yeah. His debut in 1996? Yeah. How does it compare with Charger to the Game? Charger to the Game is a better album. And what year did that come out? 98. Thank you. Uh, C Murder, Life or Death. Do you have it? I have it, yeah. How is it? It's great. It's great? Yeah. What year did that come out? 98. Thank you. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's keep going. Let's keep keep going, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, Mac already mentioned Big Pun's debut, which is a classic. Um, Cam. Of course. Oh, uh, Fiend, there's one in every family. Do you have it? I, I, do, I do have it. Well, and what year did that come out? 1998. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and, and Matt, this is Katie Soji, because I have this one as well. That Lyricist Lounge, Volume 1. Woo, what is we? that? Most definite. Raucous Records. Raucous Records, Came bro. out with the Lyricist Lounge, Volume 1. This is where that song, Oh No, is on, ain't it? Was that in 98 or 2000? Oh, I could be wrong. It's that song. Well, I could pull up the album right now. Oh No was on that? I could bring up the album right now. Okay, now, again, this is the time where a lot of the underground backpack MCs had an opportunity. And you were right about that. It wasn't on that one. This is volume one. Volume Volume two Volume two was when they they dropped that out. Right, right. You also had the Streets is Watching soundtrack. Oh, yeah, and you had my boys from Brooklyn, a.k.a. Blackstar. Absolutely. They came out with they they came out with they shit. Uh, June 2nd, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) June 2nd, there was a double CD by uh, the the Colonel (laughs) MP the last dog. And uh, isn't that in your possession as well? Yes, it is. Oh, it is, right? Yes. And what year did that come out? 98. Thank you very much. Um Oh, and uh, big up, big up to my people's Onyx for coming out with the Shut 'em Down album around that time. That was a good album. Yeah, you can act as DMX too when he killed that song. Absolutely. Uh, Mac, were you a fan of John Forte? That's why he did come out with an album in '98. He came out with that part right? of the refugee camp. Um, yes, he did. I got another one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Death Squad album, El Nino. Do you Ooh. have that in your possession? No, I do not, sir. Mac, do you have it? I I listed that album. Well, th- thankfully, I have it because it was a very good album. Um, how about, how about Ruthless? Do you got MC Ren, Ruthless for Life? 
No, I do not. You don't have it. I'm, I'm not fucking with him past Final Frontier. You out your mind. The Groovers for Life is very good. Oh, let's go to the album that's after that. Uh, Cain and Abel, Am I My Brother's Keeper? Do you have it? <laughs> yes, I have that album. And what year did that come out? 98. All right, yeah, let's talk about it. And, uh, oh, uh, are you a fan of the Beastie Boys? Yes. Do you have all their albums in your possession? Yes, I do. Do you got the album Hello Nasty? Yes. Do you know what year that came out? 98. <laughs> all right, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. You see, do you see where we're going with this, people? <laughs> do you I, see where I, we're going? And by the way, Jay-Z did have a classic uh, Reasonable Doubt album, but there's only one problem, uh, one of his songs in 98 won a Grammy. Thank you very much. And, it sold, and it sold very well. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Oh, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we're not done with the with the, with the the No Limit stuff. Oh. Di- didn't uh, Snoop Dogg come out with an album on <laughs> August 4th, The Game is to be sold and not to be told? Yes. And what label was that under? No Limit Records. And what year did that come out? 1998. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. At uh, ease. Uh, you're also an E-40 fan, right? Yes. How many E-40 albums do you got? The first 10. The first 10? Yeah. Do you have the element of surprise? Yes. Do you know what year that came out? 98. All right, people. You see what we're talking about here, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, um, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Oh, and let's big up. Mac, you can touch this. The Miseducation of Lawrence Hill oh, came yeah, out. Oh, yeah, the biggest. That, oh, now, that album got every award you could think of. Oh, wait a minute. We got another one. The score was better. Oh, this uh, is a solo album. album. That she won eight Grammys for. Thank you. Singing and rapping, by the way. And by the way, Wyclef, poor you on Lost Ones. You only a fan because y'all both got dreads. Um, oh, wait, wait, are wait. you are you also a fan of Skullduggery? Yes. Do you have the album These Wicked Streets? Yes. Do you know what year that came out? <laughs> oh wait, what the, did, wait, wait. Didn't Missy She's a Bitch come out that year oh, too? Oh yeah. Oh, and um, let's switch gears to the Cash Money side. Do, you, you got a lot of Cash Money content. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have the big timers in your possession? Yes. How you love that volume too? Yes. And do you know what year that came out? 19. All right, people. This is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. And the biggest one of them all, Juvenile. This is this is this is a landslide, people. <laughs> do you hear what's going on here? Do you hear it? This is up your alley, boy. And Mac, you talked about Black Star, right? The yep. most dev quality. Uh, oh, and uh, let's keep it going. Do you have the Mean Green album? The, yes, the, the major players compilation. Do you yes. know what label that came under? No limit. And do you know what year that was? 98. All right. Yes, you, sir. You have a lot of fun here, aren't you? Oh, oh I'm enjoying myself, man. <laughs> you kidding you me? Said keep that energy. I we mean, keep that energy. And we're just going to keep it going with the rest of them. Uh, there also is a group called the, oh, it's the Ghetto Mafia. Shout out to them. They have a October 20th. They can Hard to believe Vanilla Ice came out with an album in 1998, <laughs> which is crazy. Nobody was checking for Vanilla Ice. I mean, what's well, 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 she talking about? Do you heard about the Gambino family? Yes. Do you have an album called Ghetto Organized? Yes. I Do know you know what year that came out? 98. All right. And let's keep going with October 27th. There is a rapper by the name of Mia X. What was the name of that album in 1998? Uh, Mama Drama. And do you have that album? Yes. I bet you do. Yes, sir. And we did talk about Juvenile 400 Degrees, which is a classic, great album. Partially game changer to mainstream history. Oh, no question about it. And uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, uh, you ever heard of a group called uh, Steady Mobbing? Yes. Do you have Black, Black Mafia? Black Mafia, yes. And, yes, you, yes. and what year did it 98, yes. 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 The answer to everything All right. is yes. Well, 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 as you can see, people... 1998 was a great year but for you, but for just, his for his hometown. But, but, but you just his, his you just, you're just rattling off albums. His we we right. didn't even talk about the quality. Right, right, right. 
96 had more bona fide classics than 98. And how much? Just because do, yeah, how many? Platinum. How many do you have in your possession from 98 compared to 96? Well, I have, obviously 98 came out with more. But 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 how many do you have in your in your comparison? I have more 98. Oh, of course you have more 98 than 1996. But so that's why? because more albums came out in 98. But that don't mean you have to buy them. I liked them. That, yeah, you liked them because they were good, right? Because there's no limit. I fucks with them. Oh, limit. okay. So, so, so basically, your decision for 1998 is because it was mostly no limit. So, but I had more than no limit. I got those DMX albums. And, and right, exactly. And what year did that come out? 98. Right. Both okay. Of them. Twice. It's dark Two. as hell as hot. Flash of flesh, 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 blood, flesh, of blood of my blood. Flesh, blood of my blood. I mean, look. Why do you feel 1996 was that great? The quality. See, your name is But the quality of every album in 1996? You are going off of quantity in 1998. Everybody was eating and doing very All well. All those No Limit albums ain't classics. You think nobody, Gambino Family no, is no, classic? Nobody said it was classic. You think Gambino we Family said, and Steady We Mom said everybody classic? was eating. But you, People but, was but eating you specifically food. was asking me, do I have this? this? Game, do I have yes, that? and you got them. Yeah, I do. Yeah, got you them. got them exactly. Yeah, I don't mean they was any good. I'm pretty sure people have bought trash before. Well, that is not trash. Oh wait, wait, wait. So you're saying those no, albums you no, bought no, were no, trash? No, not trash? That's what you said? No, I, I'm pretty sure people have bought things because of name value and brand value. I mean, let's. I mean, let's let's call a spade a spade, Al. Like, I bought Gambino Family because they was on every motherfucking No Limit album before theirs. So 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 you're telling me that there was nothing that like 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 everything was good in 1996? Not everything. Look at the look at the impact that these albums had. All Eyes on Me, the score by the Fugees. You... Did you buy the Keith Murray Enigma album? No. Did you buy the San Quinn album? No. Did you buy the Three Six Mafia Chapter One and album? No. You see where we're going? Keep going. Did you buy the Shaquille O'Neal album? I didn't even know you had an album. Yes, You Can't Stop the Rain came out in 1996. No, How did you miss that? I don't know. Keep going. What about the Almighty RSO? I don't know. No? Mm-mm. Unbelievable. Keep naming things in '98. That's amazing. That's a, that's that's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. So 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 so, all jokes aside, you're saying that '96 was better because of the quality. Correct. And the debate is '98 is better because of the quantity. Correct. Well, look, you got to look at it like this. There are certain acts and certain artists from 1998 that were able to come out because the market was so open and it gave people an Bro, opportunity. you had one record label release 24 gold or platinum albums in one calendar year. That's unheard of. That's an anomaly. Hasn't happened before and hasn't happened since. Didn't Def Jam make a lot of money around that time? Not as much as No Limit. Def Jam made a lot of money. Not as much as No Limit. Listen, if you're comparing as far as that goes, didn't Def Jam eat with the Survival of the Illest Tour and with the albums that they came out with? They were still making money regardless. But check, but, 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 but check the influence and, 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 how, and the great qualities of these albums. Fuji's the score. Pac, all eyes on me. right? And we're just talking about game changes. I'm not even going to talk about From Where by Mad Skills. The Coming From Buster was all right. Ice Cream Man... It was written. How are you gonna d- dismiss it was written? Nobody's dismissing it was, it, written. it was written. But then, but Re- reasonable then, doubt. But then you just say Bob Deep Hell on Earth. But then you just say the Beats, last rhymes and life. Then you just say the last dime was better than Ice Cream Man. It was okay. So it was. But better. Ice Cream Man is still seminal. But see, Ice Cream Man. First of all, we already know what that whole Ice Cream Man. At Aliens is Outcast's best album. You know they came out with an album just as good in '98, right? 
But on the classics debate, you 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 put AT Aliens over over Aquemini. Aquemini is a good I, album. If I remember correctly, you refused to call Aquemini a classic. No, I didn't say that. We got to go back and listen. Aquemini is a good album. Right and Dirty by UGK. Aquemini is a good album. Iron Man by Ghostface wasn't great. Nobody's saying it wasn't great. You just going? I think you going off a quantity of the commercial value of 1998 and doesn't what? that and doesn't that mean something for right. artists when they come out bro and they have an opportunity bro. to bro. eat in 1996 you have more critically acclaimed classics you still had critical acclaimed classics you had critically acclaimed not as much as 96 it don't matter because you still like they like yo bro when you say the score Lauren Hill branched out of the Fugees and made a critical acclaim with eight Grammys of I a agree, quality. But that's just one. That's one artist. It doesn't matter. Reasonable doubt is is better than Volume Two. But 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 Reasonable doubt is better than Volume Two. You're right about that. I, I know I'm right. But the thing is, look at Hard what Life, did. Just but the uh, song question alone. question question. What did Volume Two do for Jay Z's career? It it boosted him. Thank exactly. you. Reasonable but, doubt didn't do that. But reasonable doubt as great as great as reasonable doubt is as great as reasonable doubt is. Would you rank Volume Two higher than than Reasonable Doubt? Volume Two certified Jay's career. Answer answer the question. Volume Two certified Jay's career. Question. Do you admit it already that Volume Two certified Jay's career? But is Reasonable Doubt not a better album? Did it solidify Jay's career? It It did, did, right? But it's not a better album than Reasonable Doubt. Nobody's saying that it was better. What we're saying is look at what it did. 98 did a lot for a lot of artists. It did a lot, but the quality the quality just wasn't the same. But you also And you notice people I'm disappointed ate food. in you. People ate I'm I don't disappointed. Give a, I don't yeah, give a uh, people ate oh, food. really, really? Do you know how many people you paid by buying all them 24 dollars? <laughs> <laughs> you put money ah! in their pocket. So what you mean you don't give a damn? Yes, you do. <laughs> you paid a lot of money for it. You bought them cars, houses, jewelry. Listen to me real listen to me real carefully. Why are you over there cracking up? I may have I may have put money in their pocket. Yeah. And I may have bought them a car and a house and jewelry. But the quality of the music in ninety-eight was not the same as ninety-six. But 96, the quality was on a whole nother level. But I'm see, all about opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. But see, 98. Lil' I, Kim Hardcore and, and Ill Not Out by Foxy Brown is two of the greatest albums that female MCs ever wrote. And, and, and spit on wax. And you telling me in 98 was better than that? 98, I said it before and I'll say it again. I love the fact that people were able to come out with albums and have great success. I'm talking about the quality of the music. You're you talking know, you, about how much the record sold. But no, it's not just about the sales. I'm talking about the opportunity and the impact for artists to have the chance. You think Capadonna didn't appreciate coming out with The Pillage in 1998 after the buzz and everything he had from the previous year? This was a great opportunity for him. This was great. 98, more artists were able to eat. Now, I'll give you this. The competition was very heavy in 96. Very, very heavy. No question. Compared with Pac, Fuji's, yeah, with Nas. Why do you think Skills' album went nowhere? Because he came out the same day as the Fuji's and Pac. Right. So imagine, imagine now. If the album would have came out in 98, it would have been another classic. You would have asked me if I had it, and I would have told you yes, and you would have asked me what year it came out, and I would have said 98, and you would have said I bought him a fucking car. Yeah, you bought him car, house, jewelry, (laughs) all those things. You did. (laughs) 
<laughs> you supported a lot of people in 1998. You know that, right? You got to show people love, man. <laughs> right, show people love. Which also brings us to part that their quality work, too. The quality in 96. Listen, for all of y'all, for all... This is not a joke. So wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. So 40 days and 40 nights is not better than that the speed of life? 48, my exhibit? Exhibit. Well, we all know what exhibit best um best album is. Compared to what? His album that dropped in um, 2001. You, you think that's his mind. best work? Hold on. 40 I'm days, getting... 40 nights, shit's all over. And that came out in 1998. And that was his second album, by the way. Hold on, right? hold on. His first album was good, but his second album was Restless, better. Restless is his, is his, is his highest selling. And yes, by the way, I think Restless is his way, best album. And by the I don't way, know about Soul that. of Ice was better than Assassination? I think so. No. I'm sorry, Assassination was better than Soul of Ice. But like I was saying. And that was great quality, by the, the way. The quality... Or the music was much better in '96 than it was in '98. Granted, granted, there are some exceptions. I will put MP the Last Down over the Ice Cream Man. Of course. I will put Charger to the Game over the Shocker. Of course. But you're not gonna sit here, and I will put even though technically it's two different artists. Actually, no, the Fuji's and Lauren Hill is equal to each other in my opinion. I don't agree with that. But. Well, then you can go to Zion. I don't agree like. with that. I, I, I've i been there. But <laughs> it's a beautiful place. All eyes on me. The score. Reasonable doubt. It was written as some of the greatest work see, see, you're I've ever heard. Of albums. I, we try to tell you. Right. Of, of it's bigger stuff. than just albums. How is it bigger than just albums? I got Whoa. another question. Yes. Don Cartagena by Fat Joe. Did that not help Fat Joe's career? I never heard that album. Okay, well, Mac, you can back me up. Actually, it did. Because previous to that, as good as Joe was. And the original Terror Squad, by the way, which was killing. As good as Joe was, this helped him out a lot. And this is all coming from the Flo Joes and the Jealous Ones, Envy. Were they great? Yes. But he was being overpowered throughout those years by other people. But once Don Cartagena came out, plus the help with Big Pun, that's where it elevated more. For Fat Joe in '98, and and by the way, by the way, uh, um, one, uh, what's his name? Mac Ten was also in the John Blaze video, and he came out with the recipe. Spe- yes, speaking did. of Mac Ten, thank you for reminding me. The West Side Connection album came out in '96. That's not a classic. The West Side Connection Ice album Cube came also, out in 1996. Also, Ice it's a Cube, classic. And Ice Cube still came out with the War of Peace. War and Peace Volume One was in. Yeah. It still came out. Volume Two was better. Um, do you not have the recipe? I do. Who was on it? Mac 10. Who else? Wait, feature wise? Who, who was featured? Gerald Levert. I ain't talking about him. Mystical? No. Masterpiece? Yep. Okay, what is it? And, and his entire label drop albums, you supported that year in the same 1998. <laughs> Can we do the math, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Does, yeah, do the math. How many How many albums is that? But What'd but, you say? But you also gotta remember. But you, and, also, but you also gotta remember, it was not just. The albums in '96. When you look at '98, everybody is competing. It's not just Jay Z's. The competition first album. was more fierce in '96. Biggie was still alive. Yes, the competition was more fierce in '96. But what does that do to the other artists trying to come up and eat? Makes them hungry. Makes them hungry. 1998. You the doors is wide open. open. This is an op- like Dub C dropped in 1998. Was you talked about the West Side connection. Yeah, but nobody, but Dub C by himself, nobody was checking for him. In Are you nuts? Are you, the shadiest one? 
Get out of here. You show some respect for my man, WC. I do have respect for WC. No, you don't. I, no, you don't. I, I, I love the Mad Circle. The Mad Circle. That's a group. So we just going to discount hardcore and ill nana and beat not, rhymes not, and Nobody, nobody is discounting but, but, hardcore but, 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 and ill movement is not, You cannot compare the love movement to beat rhymes and life. It's still a good album. It's a good album, but it's not better than beat rhymes and It's still a good album. But when you look at 98, the, now that the game has shifted because now you're focused on No Limit, Cash Money, Rough Riders, all putting out so many classics. And not only that, even Entertainment was doing good. A debuting Cameron. Bad Boy was still trying to, you know, do something. They didn't release much albums then. I don't know if Mace. I don't think Harlem World came out in '98, did it? Or, or Harlem like World 97. was '97. Let me, late let me, let me, let, let me point y'all to this. One of the biggest singles in hip hop came out, which was we talking about Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Oh, tell you baby. play that, you play that till this day. Oh. That out, that song still gets you going. And people don't play California Love to this day. I'm saying. People don't. I'm saying. People don't. Pac, play, Pac is Pac. No question. People don't play Hail Mary to this day. Tupac will always be Tupac. However. That man is looking at us right now. However. Right now. However. Yes, he is. He's, he's looking at you for buying all them No Limit albums. <laughs> what we're saying People listen to I If I Rule the World to this day. What we're saying. People are listening to Fuji Law to this day. People listen to Hard Knock Life to this day. You want to be Deontay Wilder all of a sudden to this day? <laughs> and again, that uh, the solo rap album still won a Grammy that year, and that also changed the game. Of all things, Hard Knock Life, just the song alone boosted Jay-Z's career even more after reasonable. You gotta you gotta understand one, by we, the way. We like we like these years for different oh, reasons. Oh, by the way, Alfred, um, wasn't Jay-Z on Silver Shocker's album in that in that, in that same year? No, he was on a Jay-Z. Oh, no, no, he was on Silk the Shocker. He was on Silk the Shocker album the following whoa, year. Whoa, wait, but I, I remember Jay-Z being on the Ha remix. Yeah, he was. And the song was so hot he had to get on it. Next. Yeah, I hate y'all. <laughs> nah, listen, no. Nah. We like these years for different reasons, and it's understandable. I love the fact that in 98, a lot of people were able to come out and, Look at and Nori. find some success. Nori even ate. Pun Nori ate. Oh, Nori Cam ate fantastic ate. in 98. Nori was great in 1998. Shout out to Nori and Drink Champs. Yes, sir. But, um, Nori, just don't mix the uh, Hennessy with tomato juice. Oh, God. Please. Still. Yo, but I, can't do I just feel like the quality of music. And for those of y'all listening, if y'all agree with me, y'all could um, y'all could drop us a comment on social media. If y'all agree with with QG and To, y'all could drop a, a comment. Or if you think all three of us are crazy and we wrong, tell us what your your favorite year is or the best year is. And again, you know, like um, I, I said it earlier, like a lot of years had great impact. Oh, I mean, no I mean, two thousand was good. Two thousand, but there was, was some good. there were some down years too. Very. I think ninety two is a down year. Hmm. Ninety two, really, all I can name off the top of my head is the Chronic. Ninety five was great. Ninety five was great. I think ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, and two thousand was a stretch run. Very good. I say you can say the mid to late nineties was mid a to big late nineties. Yeah, and even early two. I will go ninety five to 05 is a solid run. You could say that as great years of rap. Because 03 was dropping some shit. 05 was good. 05 came out with some joints. I say it stops at 05, but... I stopped at 05. But... 
I firmly am in the belief that 96 is the greatest. I that's that will forever be my opinion. For selective few albums. What do you mean selective few? For selective few. Let's count. Because I, because 1998 again, like I said. Well, yeah, but you going by the. I this, feel like you going by the quantity. Uh, this is about opportunity. Giving people a chance to come out with an album and define success and eat. It was not like that in 1996. You had to be a certain name. And a lot of and a lot of the albums you name weren't really much uh, uh, already uh, debut albums, except for like reasons. They don't have out. to be debut albums. Exactly, but people already eating. Nas is already eating. Trump been eating. 98, you had a lot of people to prove and opportunities. And like I said, again, after big, and first of all, 96 was a great year, but it also had a downfall when we lost one of the greatest artists. But that don't have, nothing to, do, that don't have nothing to do with the music, though. Regardless. There's some things that it, go on in that year that overshadow everything else. Exactly. And it's unfortunate. And that's why I say, 96, I felt like Tupac's death overshadowed the entire... Like, a lot of people look at 97 as a dark year. Why? Because of Big. Because Big. Big, Big's particular death overshadows of what happened in 97. We didn't have that, really, in 98. Now, the next year, you could say 99, because you lost Big L, Freaky Ta, Pop, and, and maybe a few others of, to name. But 98 was more of a dark year, like, for rap to just, like, go beyond. You still had classics back then, regardless of 96. Obviously, that man named Tupac is one of them. But once 98 came, it was a bit of a different story. And it all led off, first off, starting with a bit of Hard Knock Life Volume 2. That really boosted Jay's career. Not to mention hearing more of Sauce Money, more of Memphis Bleak, as well as Beanie Siegel. So now we're really getting on to something when it came to Rockefeller. Rough Riders was really tearing up that year, mostly by DMX. And it's great that you mentioned those labels because, again, strong solidarity among the record labels in that year with 1998. And, you, uh, and believe it, like I said, like you naming, you naming a lot of quality albums, that's great. But when it came to specific label companies, your peoples just about took over 1998. I, I, see, I see that. Successful. Successfully. Took over nineteen. See, I'm, but I'm basing it off. I'm not basing it off who ate and and how much money people but made. Regardless, there was still. I'm great just quality. going off the quality of the. Music. And 1998 still had. And uh, and quality. um, um, ladies and gentlemen, with with that whole tirade, I missed the album that came out on May 19th. Are you in possession of the Give Them to a Raw album? <laughs> yes, that's Soldier Slim. Yes. And what year did that come? Out? Oh, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> You ain't going to give me a break, are you? Nope. Uh, but like I said, 98 had quality too, and mostly your peoples put out a lot of quality stuff. Listen, I love No Limit, but I'm, I, those albums were good, but they, I wouldn't put them up against 98. You don't, you don't love No Limit. You love No Limit. <laughs> There's I mean, a difference. I mean, it is N-O-L-I-M-I-T to like and not, and not to mention your boy's cash money. Juvenile, to be exact, also shifted a change. Because now, we ain't really hear much of no cash money like that. So once Hot came out, that changed the game as well. Didn't BG come out in 96? Ni yes, yes. 
BG was Chopper City. The first Chopper City was in '96. Right, but it, it, and Snoop Dogg the Dog Father was '96. You can't compare the Dog Father no, to um, the album from from 1998. You can't. The Dog Father is no, no. It, it, it's it's what? It's not better than the game is to be sold. Uh, she was just a groupie. I don't think so. All she wanted was. Snoopy. I don't think so. But and what it, about Snoop? Bounce? And even Snoop could tell you that he he didn't like that album. When he when he came out with his with his no limit releases after that one, there was a new life breathed in Snoop Dogg. Of course, because the Colonel saved his life. Right. Yeah, the Colonel saved his life. You could hear it. His heart wasn't in that Dog Father album. Well, and why was that? Because his man's died, and there was some problems going on at the label. Listen, but like I said, that does not exclude that 1996 was whack because obviously it wasn't because it has some. Oh, um, 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 do you have a Shell Shocked album? The who? Shell Shocked. My Mac, yeah. yeah. Of course you do. What year that came out? 98. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yo, I'm getting tired of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the hookup soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> we didn't get to that. <laughs> wow, we didn't hey, get to that. You see, people, we didn't have to talk about that. What, you want to bring up prime suspects next? <laughs> guilty to a proven innocent? Are you guilty to a proven innocent? Man, listen, listen, listen. I'm not OJ, all right? But um, nah, I'm just going to the quality. I still feel the quality of the music was far superior in 96. But, I mean, for those of y'all listening to this, I hope... Even the Players Club soundtrack had an impact. Um, 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 December 1st. <laughs> There's an album called... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's from a group called what, who was that? Full Blooded. Do you have it? That's not a group. That's a solo artist. It's a solo artist named Full Blooded. And yes, I have it. What year did that come out? Ninety eight. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> what label was that under? No limit. Okay, perfect. <laughs> you forgot Mystical. We talked about him. Oh, we did. Yes, we did. And on top of that, that's even another one. In ninety eight, you had people talking language like everybody ain't gonna say, "Oh, it ain't my fault." Damn, even, everybody gonna be like, "It ain't my fault." Even even the Space Jam soundtrack came out in nineteen ninety six, which was a good soundtrack. But so did the Players Club came out in ninety eight. I'm a hoe, you know I'm a hoe. And 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 out wasn't there a certain artist on that particular album, on the Players Club soundtrack? Yes, who was it? And I'm a hoe, yeah, exactly. you know I'm a hoe. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> How many bad bitches are you fucking bitch up? Cause I'm a hoe. You know I'm a hoe. Make him say, uh. But it's up for y'all because I'm sure everybody has their own favorite year. But I'm going with 96. 1998, people. The uh, fellas I'm, is going with 98. Yeah, you're damn right. If y'all got a differing opinion or y'all think one of us is right and the others is wrong. Or if you got another year yourself. Or if you got another year. Hey, chime in, man. Chime in. Uh, we definitely got to do an episode of the worst years. I think that's more debatable, but we'll get there when we uh, the entire two thousand. Any any year that came out with that lean with it, rock with it shit, <laughs> you could. I'm throwing that up there. <laughs> Clearly. So you so you gonna go that, with that, those dance records? So, so you don't lean with it, rock with it? Never. Laughing, laughing, That ain't my favorite. I think a Fabo was like on. Drugs doing that damn dance. Everybody does Girl, that dance. That like everybody does that dance move. He's the only one. I got that Chico. I got that da da da. What the fuck is da da da? Does that make any sense to you? Actually, didn't Jermaine Dupree produce that? 
Who? Oh, we forgot about Life uh, in 1472. That came out in 1998? Yes, it did. That was a pretty good and album. And it had too. one of the best songs, Money in the Thing, with Who? Jay-Z. That was also a whole album. Yeah, oh, exactly. Next. All right, well. And I'm, that was a quality song. I'm going to I'm gonna wave the flag for this episode. Even Missy released an album in 98, I think. No, she didn't. No, was she it 99? Didn't. 99, 97. Her second one was in 99? 99. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was 99. Look, she... look at you getting overzealous. But, uh. I mean, he didn't go out and buy a whole bunch of those CDs, <laughs> but I mean, you did. <laughs> I'm going to post my, 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 my 1998 collection on, on the social media, on the Rap Lab social media. You said I did. Um, but yeah, people, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, oh, no. They think they beat me with 98, but I digress. I let I let I let we we let the listeners decide, but I think ninety six gets the Duke. Ninety eight gets the Duke, people. Only because I put so many rappers in cars and put chains around their necks and put them in houses that year. And you paid for a lot of their kids' tuition and all the other yeah. stuff. You <laughs> know, they, they did all oh, bunch really? of stuff. No, my, my money is in their trust fund. Oh, the whole lot of trust. All right, but uh, yeah. So I'm saying ninety six. QG and To say ninety eight. We look forward to hearing what everybody else got to think. So. uh it's been another episode of Rap Lab, and we appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.